Welcome to the Spice of Life podcast, featuring Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer, two talented fighters discussing life, fighting, work, family, balance, and everything in between. Tune in weekly for your fill of laughs. Now, here's your hosts, Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Spice of Life podcast here. Uh, we had a, a confusing day today with a guest, so we had a last-minute replacement come in, and Kevin Ramirez. We talked to him for 45 minutes, so we'll play that after this short little introduction. We'll go for about 15 minutes here. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Yeah, it was a bit of a cluster today, having a guest um, bail. Um, thankfully, we were talking to Kevin. Uh, he's uh, on board doing uh, with Empower. Uh, we had him on a while back, so this is his... Uh, Second time on the podcast, he had a ton of great info. Tanner and I are both working with, with Kevin. I've worked with him already for uh, my vision training and, and doing some neuro stuff, getting ready for that last fight. So he's got tons of great knowledge. He's a um, uh, really good guy to talk to and, and get a, a vast stuff, but he sure can go off on different tangents. So uh, we tried to keep him in line today to kind of focus on a couple items, and I think we did a good job. So, um, you know, but he's... Uh, yeah, he's somebody we hope to have on again just to, just to pick his brain and do that kind of stuff. So he's pretty active on social media, and uh, he loves to loves to post different stuff. So you guys can follow him on his various uh, social media platforms if, if you want some more information on vision training and nutrition, how sugar. to, how to in, incorporate sugar into your <laughs> diet to... For, for for performance and, and brain function, right? His big thing is brain function is, is is the biggest thing, right? He's not focused on making weight or or having jacked abs or anything like that. He's solely focusing on brain function. So, um, you know, when you get peakish, and actually it's kind of funny because last night, you know, I mean, you know I worked super late last night grinding the floor. I got home at like 2.30 in the morning. I was just, I was tired. I wasn't going to go to bed because I had so much coffee. Yeah. I had a little bit of yogurt, slammed some orange juice like I did when I was out at Kevin's place. Perfectly fine. Brain was like a little jittery before. Nope. Had some orange juice with a little bit of salt, leveled everything right out. I was like, man, wired the guy knows his stuff. No, nah, I just, the coffee, man. I had too much caffeine. I was just <laughs> wired. Six o'clock when I finally fell asleep this morning. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Stupid. Fucking aggressive. Mm-hmm. So right. today we we tried to get uh, Ryan the real deal Ford on. Uh, Ryan's one of my friends, so we're we're, we're not going to tear him apart. I know he's having a hard time right now in the Christmas season, getting his gifts, getting his wife to work, picking her up from work, and stuff like that. Uh, so it did leave us in a little bit of a scramble to find somebody because we weren't prepared to do a show one on one. I'm not going to lie. There's not too many guys that I actually would would not care to just trash talk. But for some reason, Ryan actually kind of intimidates me a little bit. Like, a little bit. So I kind of don't want to, <laughs> you know, be too mean in case he comes out of the boxing gym and just Beats wants to the fight shit out me. Of you. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, most guys that are boxers, I'd be like, well, I'll just kick him if he gets too aggressive. But then he'll take me down, and then it'll just be a street fight. It'll be bad news. So we are going to nail Ryan Ford down at some point to come on the show. Ryan's got a UBO uh, boxing, like, world title fight coming up. And uh, it's gonna, it's called the Roar of Singapore. Oh, yeah. Cool. So it's a big fight, and it's a, it's a world title fight. So, and Ryan's one of the nicest guys that I've ever met. Oh yeah, no, I mean everything happens. Scary looking dude, but he'd give you the shirt off his back if it came right down to it. But uh, 
Your Luke's laughing here. I'm not laughing. I was just thinking of something funny with shirts. Well, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Really, you want to get? No, into I don't that? even want to get into that. Just you know. It's, it's I know funny. we've been telling you guys we're getting t-shirts. We're getting t-shirts. We're getting t-shirts. We had a miscommunication with our t-shirt guy. We finally hashed that out today. Um, we're just waiting for a price, and uh, we're gonna have t-shirts coming out. So. Keep going to the website, www.tsolpodcast.com. That's www.tsolpodcast.com. Uh, we will have the John Wayne Parr shirt on there. Uh, we did have a special Robin Black shirt made, and I'm going to take a picture of that as soon as it comes in, and you guys will be able to order those. And we got some standard Spice of Life podcast shirts coming out as well, like we've promised. So um, all that stuff, we're... we're, we're we're pissed off and disappointed. We we figured we'd have it in before the Christmas rush, but it's going to be first thing in the new year by the time these things are printed and done. Like I said, we had some miscommunication between the printing shop and ordering, and uh, long story short, we dropped the ball, and uh, we should have had some of this stuff ironed down a little bit earlier. So um, they'll be out in the new year, and uh, they'll be available on the website. So uh, we know you guys are looking. We can see you guys are on there surfing the site. So... We're loving everything that everybody's uh, sending us for messages and that kind of stuff, so keep it coming. We've got some exciting guests lined up between Christmas and New Year's, and uh, as well as in the New Year. Yeah, we're going to have the man Robin Black back on the show again. That, that's going to be fun. Robin's an interesting guy. We've got uh, Gabriel Vargas coming on from Glory. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to hammer down the Havoc heavyweight champion, Grayson Wells. Yeah, Grayson's doing some cool stuff right now in Kelowna. He's actually uh, setting up a program for bullying and going into the school. I wonder if he could do bully beatdown in Kelowna. That'd be awesome. <laughs> going around punching out high school kids. We'll get Jason no. Mayhem Miller back out of retirement or yeah. whatever heroin den he's in. Get him back. He was the bully beatdown yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh, we, we are going to get Sarah Kaufman on here pretty soon. Um, I don't know who else. We got Alexi Arjuriu, top 155 pounder in Canada. We do have a secret podcast that we can't release yet, so I won't go too in depth into it, but it's good. Real good. We've already recorded it. Yep. We and had to save it because we got some hot news details for an up and coming uh, fighter. Yeah, we got, um, we got some stuff that's going to drop on that that nobody else has. So we're waiting. We're waiting for the go-ahead, and uh, that's going to be cool. Um, yeah, I don't know how we'll post that, if it'll be a regular Tuesday or it might just be a pop-up it's one gonna for you guys. It's going to be a pop-up one, I think. We're going to get the get the word that the press release will come out, and then we can drop it. Yeah. So I, I'm going to address a little situation I've got going on with Ariel Helwani. That fucking guy, he won't write me back. We've conversed via Twitter before, and he's written he's written me back on my fighter page. Well, you should do it from your fighter page. Fuck then. that! He's coming on the podcast, and he's going to respond to the Spice of Life podcast. Well, I got John Wayne Parr because of my fighter page, though. We want him on the podcast. He won't respond to us, so everybody just keep retweeting that tweet, and eventually, hopefully, yeah. he'll get his ass on here and talk to us. There you go. We don't hate Ariel Helwani. I hate the fact that he won't write me back. I like him. I think he's fantastic. I listen to his podcast. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's he's one of those guys that's not afraid to to say report the news. Oh, he drops pipe bombs. Stuff. He's yeah. dropped the the Brock yeah. Lesnar stuff. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I like that. So so come on the show, man. Let's let's talk. 
Ariel, we love you. We, we just want to talk to you. And, uh, like, last week was a huge show with John Wayne Parr. Yeah. Uh, that guy's a bad motherfucker. Now that, that, now that I've actually talked to him, I've watched a shit ton of his fights. Oh, yeah. He's a scary dude. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He told me I had to become a man. We I'm are getting man. a man card made, too. Yeah. We're going to send John Wayne Parr a man card. With his shirts. Yeah, the yeah. gun, the gunslinger man card. <laughs> They're pretty cool cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... So anyway, guys, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Kevin's got a new new product coming out. Um, it's pretty interesting. I'm not going to talk about it. We'll let him explain what's going on. Uh, he talks about it in detail. Uh, the guy experiments a lot, man. He's down in his lab and uh, testing, testing theories out, testing products out, testing different stuff out. So uh, he's checking out a whole bunch of stuff um, that he wants to actually experiment and try on with uh with Tanner and I for yeah. our upcoming training camps and, and fights and stuff like that. So it's going to be interesting. So hope you guys enjoy the podcast today and enjoy uh, getting getting dropped some knowledge with Kevin. Yeah, we'll just uh, – we'll, we'll thank a few people that help out the show. Uh, Lanita at Balanced Nutrition. Nutrition. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are ever fighting or you just want to cut some weight or get, get healthy, she does uh, nutrition. So she makes your meals for you. They're froze, and she drops them off at your house. Yeah. So she she takes care of me for all my fights. She looks after Tanner for his upcoming fights, and um, yeah, she does a uh, meal prep stuff. So it's Balanced Nutrition. Uh, you can find them on Facebook. Uh, sites going up in Lacombe or in Lacombe, Sylvan Lake here in Alberta soon. But she does ship to uh, Edmonton, um, you know, around Central Alberta, and uh, so yeah, you order them up. You can order one meal, or you can order 14 meals, 28 meals, whatever you guys want, and uh, she gives you a deal. And, um, yeah, she's awesome. Foods are cooked, portion. She does family meals and everything, right? Like, yeah, she doesn't she just everything. do, like, uh, athlete stuff. Like, she'll cook whatever if you guys want some meals made up for, you know, when you're on the go or whatever. They freeze great, warm up, you know, they're good. So I guess we should probably thank Jeremy at the coverall shop, too, for sitting down with us today. Yeah, that was good. And uh, we'll get we'll get that T-shirt stuff hammered out. And uh, last but not least, we'll thank Empower. Again, Kevin Ramirez is on the podcast today. If you want to check out Empower, it's www.empower.ca. I am power.ca. All right. Stay tuned for Kevin Ramirez. Peace.
All right, guys, welcome back to the Spice of Life podcast. We got a returning guest in uh, Kevin Ramirez, head coach of Empower, and our coach. Hey, Kev. Hey, coach. What's up? Hey, guys. Good to see you again. You too. I tell you what, that beard every time I see it, man, it's envy every time. Yeah, I just shaved. Just got it trimmed. Yeah, why don't you tell us a story about getting it trimmed? I can't because my wife listens to the podcast. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, get me some of that beard serum or whatever the hell it is you're putting in it. It's making it grow. Dollar Beard Club. That's right, baby. So, Kevin, last time we had you on, you were here in our studio, and now we got you on Skype. And where is it that you're shooting from? The lab, the secret underground lair where I uh, develop Batman like yourself. Sweet. <laughs> Not many people get to experience the lab, though, do they? Sorry, you broke up there just a little bit. Not everyone gets to experience the lab, though, do yeah. they? Nobody gets to experience the lab, just you. Yeah. Just <laughs> Tanner and I have to go out there. Yeah, you guys come out here, we'll uh, put you through your paces, that's for sure. I will actually be going through Kelowna in June. Nice. On my way to Victoria. On your way to victory. After we win our title fights. <laughs> yeah. That's right, man. I can't so wait you- to see that. You have a new supplement that you just brought out. Hey, man, I appreciate you, uh, you mentioning that. It's, uh, it's been a work of a labor of love, as they say. Um, a friend of mine has stage three, at least stage three renal failure. It depends on how you look at the test results. And um, we, you know, it doesn't usually show up symptoms-wise until it's quite late in the game. Uh, we were trying to find any way that we could you know, um, deload his system, you know, you produce so much ammonia from breaking down protein and you need your protein. As you know, you guys are athletes, you require protein to stay healthy. And one of the ways that we decided to try and deload that ammonia off him was to come up with a protein supplement that would allow him to eat all the protein he needed for health and yet remove that load from his body. So we developed a nine amino acid blend and it, it's taken 10 months to get here, and uh, it's finally shipped today from Ontario, and we should have it uh, sometime next week. Cool. You want to break down what's in it? Yeah, I mean, I won't list off. I, I guess I could list off what's in it, but it's basically nine amino acids. You've got your three branch-chain amino acids and then six others. And when we were trialing it to see if it would work and all that, we had to buy individual amino acid powders and, and individual amino acid capsules and they come in different dosages. The ratio that we wanted was hard to get. So you, you should have seen my table. I had all these, in fact, this is exactly what I'm using. It's full of amino acids. Um, I would have to take the number of branch chain amino acids, like say five or 10 capsules, put them in the container, the little, the little cup. Then I'd have to put two of threonine, two of something else, one of another one, and I wouldn't quite be hitting the ratios that I wanted, but I'd be close enough, right? To buy a month's supply to be able to replace 100 grams of protein equivalent, like meat equivalent, we would have to spend $175 US plus tax plus shipping um, to get that, that volume of material of raw product in capsules and powders. And then my table would be full of these little cups. And then I would, every meal, I would take one of these and take my protein in capsule form and then eat my carbs and my or fat or whatever. 
it had some pretty cool side effects that we didn't really plan it for weight loss, but we, we planned it for health, you know, to reduce ammonia and reduce inflammation and, and help athletes recover. And a side effect was if you take out a hundred grams of protein, you've taken out a hundred, 400 calories. So it meant someone could eat 400 calories more of, depending on what paradigm you're following, fat, carbs, or a combination of both. And with the higher carb intake, usually metabolism usually goes up. And so people were still losing weight, even if they replaced the 400 calories. So most people take their BCAAs through a drink form. That's what I use right now. Yeah. Um, could you explain the differences? Yeah, that was a great question. In fact, um, I love that you hit me with that question when, when we were first discussing this. So thanks for bringing that back up. The reason I personally love the convenience of a fluid, but but bang for the buck in terms of volume, like what it contains in terms of ingredients, like the amount of amino acids you get for, for a milliliter, let's say, is reduced because it's suspended in a liquid. Then what makes it really hard for the way I view the gut and metabolism is that the number of gums and things like carrageenan and different agents that they put in there for mouthfeel or to suspend the amino acids inside the fluid so they don't settle out. Each of these amino acids has a different density. So if they don't find a way to suspend it, it like think of chocolate milk. You go, to chocolate, you go to buy chocolate milk in a store, it's nice and brown the whole way through, right? But if you ever made chocolate milk at home, it settles out rather quickly in the cocoa is at the bottom with the sugar. So you have to shake it to then get the right blend, so to speak. So between the fact that it's, it's less dense per milliliter, so the cost goes up, and the additional excipients that are put into the product to make it taste good, like the fake sugars, which I believe are also bad for you, the gums, which are hard on your gut, things like carrageenan, all these other things that potentially could be out of there, plus dyes and colorings, which again can affect the brain in a negative fashion. It just wasn't worth it when we're, we're a company that's our focus is performance and health. Yeah. So we went to the capsule, the, we were able to control excipients. We had to put in, in our application for the uh, natural health product number, we had to put in a list of three excipients because they weren't sure if our blend would run on their machines without excipients. But they assured us that if they had to run it, it would be no more than like add up to um, three milligrams worth of, let's say, magnesium stearate over a 60 capsule, um, 60 capsules. So it was a tiny amount. But the very first call I got from them when the machine started running was, hey, man, this blend's working great. We're not having any problems. No excipients in your product. So it's a gelatin capsule and nine amino acids. And the dose is bang on 550, uh, 540 milligrams. <clears throat> okay. Do you have citrulline in these capsules? Nope. No citrulline. The BCAA I take right now has citrulline in it, and I really like that. Okay. What have you I found? I don't know why. What have you found as the benefit? Uh, to tell you the honest to God's truth, it's the only one that doesn't bug my stomach. It's uh, called Cellucor. Cellucor. Oh, I've heard of Cellucor, yep. Uh, I like it. It's got a high level of BCAAs, but it has added citrulline in it. And that's the only one that doesn't bug my gut. But as a pill form, it'd probably be fine. I wonder. I wonder what it is. It'd be interesting to do, to dig into that and kind of come up with uh, like what it is that the citrulline is doing for you. I'd probably make a little note for myself. But I went to. I pulled up the list to tell you what's in it. So your BCAAs are leucine, valine, and isoleucine. So we got that. Then we have phenylalanine, lysine, threonine, glycine, taurine, and beta alanine. 
No glutamine. Nope. <laughs> glutamine, I believe the, it, the citrulline is supposed to open up your veins, like, to make the blood pump through better. I have no idea, to tell you the truth. So some of the... If it's linked to nitrous oxide, so nitrous oxide is what people are in the so-called pump products or in like Viagra, for example. I've, I've met bodybuilders that swear by the use of Viagra as a, an aid to help them get a pump, to help in their mind stretch their, their fascia so that they yeah. could you know grow larger muscles. You've heard all kind of bro science, right? I don't know that it works or doesn't work and I'm not commenting to that. But what I do believe is that nitrous oxide is one of those things that when it's not under control and we're pushing more nitric oxide, I think we're creating health issues that I would stay away from. So like at the start of this, before we started the podcast, yeah, you were making a wisecrack about me doing heroin because I had a, because <laughs> I had a, uh, I had a tourniquet on my arm. You're like, tourniquet, what are you doing heroin, right? And um, so what I was doing was I was, I was creating an artificial pump through the use of a tourniquet called occlusion training kind of playing around with it on and off for about i don't know eight years or something and um one of the reasons that a muscle will be forced to grow or the signal that will cause a muscle to adapt to create hypertrophy or muscle growth or strength growth is when the waste products get backed up in the system and they create a stressor at the cellular level so that's why arnold was always talking about getting the pump you know if i get the pump he knows i'm on to something i'm at that point where i'm creating that change yeah. By creating internal occlusion, you know, if you rep out and you're, you know, you, when you rep out something, your forearms are just like, you can't grab anything anymore. That pumped yeah. out feeling. It or if you're when rock, it feels really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like rock climbers, they have that happen to them too when they're, they, their forearms will get pumped out from climbing or, or whatever it is. That's uh, internal occlusion and it's forcing the body to say, hey, listen, we need to improve that. So next time we go to do this, it'll be easier. We can skip the line. Um, put on a tourniquet and then instantly you know create that internal occlusion instead of having to lift 70% or more of our one rep max to create that load think of the wear on your joints think about your knee Tanner right now if you want to have the same be able to develop the same kind of power and strength you can train in occlusion straps create that load right away and lift 20% of your one rep max and do it for sets of 30 I tell you man you'll be crying for your mommy it's, Maybe. it's and the effect is amazing. Like it's it, it has near instant effect. And what's weird kind of we were talking about sports vision last time we talked, right? Yeah. And performance. So this will go this will speak to both MMA and sports in general and specifically to uh, Luke's um, girlfriend's son, who's a swimmer. So in the swimming study, which is really cool, they occluded these kids um at the thighs and they left the occlusion on for five minutes then they retest their swim speed immediately after two hours after seven hours after and then eight hours after in the immediate test and in a two-hour test no change in performance seven hours later a significant change in speed in the 50 meter sprint so a simple wearing of the occlusion for five minutes. Now they're occluding at 160 bars of mercury, which is near total occlusion of the muscle, I believe. So it's, it's uncomfortable as hell. Um, but that small period of time, no load given, no movement given, had a performance effect seven hours later. Well, you remember the Ultimate Warrior, right? Oh, yeah. So he pump. used to do that. When he would wrestle, he would tie bands around. Yeah. 
and he would get a pom-pom and then go out mm-hmm. and beat the shit out of people <laughs> while fake beat the shit out of people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all I'm hearing and all that is there's these, all these guys that all they do is upper body workouts and they don't work out their legs and now they're going to wear these freaking tourniquet things and never work out and have these bigger <laughs> legs. <laughs> They'll be able to stop well, the memes. They need legs, that's for sure, because it's a, it's a damn sight to see a man with a huge upper body and tiny little pencil legs. Yeah. So why are you, are you just testing it? Yeah, so I was, I have, you guys are familiar with um, Rogue products. I don't sell for them or rep them or any of that kind of stuff, but it's quite popular in CrossFit. Um, these are called Voodoo Bands. Kind of imagine like uh, powerlifting straps that are more of a fiber elastic. These are just pure up rubber. You can use anything like that, whether it's the powerlifting straps, which I have over there, or the rubber bands from, from Rogue. <clears throat> And you can occlude at the upper part of the thigh or below the knee or the upper arm or the lower arm. Obviously, don't occlude your neck. That's a good way to end up dead. Um, And then do your workout. In some of my clients who are older that don't have a lot of time but want to get a workout and want to have a body composition change, I will have them occlude their thighs and go for a walk. Now, you imagine anybody over 65 usually has an increased rate of falling and dying. It's not your demographic, so I'll breeze over this quick. But those people get a huge performance benefit, never have to lift the weight, but improves their walking. And the side effects I was talking about in sport, not only in performance, lots of times when you're occluded, vision improves. Huh. That's neat. It is neat. Mm -hmm. Well, we were talking before about the effects between breathing and vision, right? Yeah. So vision and breathing go into the brainstem in the same place. If you improve one, you have a knock-on effect on the other. Again, thinking and MMA. And if you ruin one, you have a... I just remember wearing that, that eye patch. I don't want to say stupid because it works good, but and, and it messed my breathing up so bad. Yeah, well, the think of the stress, right? You're taking in this immense amount of information through your visual field. Some people have tried to equate it by giving it a number, and they've said like 72 or 80 gigabytes a, mi- a second. I don't know that that can be proven, but let's just say that it's a massive amount of information that comes through your visual system. And, and often your brain will ignore things that it doesn't think that are important. Did either of you guys um, see that psychology class video where they had, they told the students, and I was in one of these classes, they told the students to watch the video they were going to play and pay attention to the dancing partners and the details about the dancers. and who was, you know, try to pay attention to all the details. They spoke dancers, 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 dancers. So all of us are glued watching, right? Guy plays the video for a couple of minutes. They said, okay, stops the video. So who saw the man in the gorilla suit? Nobody. <laughs> None of us saw a guy in the gorilla suit. He said, here, listen, watch us. I rewind it. You know, he rewinds it. And you see this guy enter the screen in a gorilla suit, dance around, move his way through the dancing partners, and then walk off stage because all of us had been pre-programmed to pay attention to the dancers, none of us saw what we were not supposed to be looking for. So now you think about that in terms of fighting, because this is what your podcast is a lot about, right? Think, I, if I'm focused and my breathing is bad or my vision is bad, but I'm focused on, maybe I, I lose sight, I start, instead of looking at his chest, I'm looking at his face because I'm looking for some cue or I'm looking for that low kick cue or I'm looking for something. You don't see the other cue with the overhand right that knocks you out cold. So if we improve your Luke. breathing... I didn't get knocked out. <laughs> we improve your breathing, 
your vision widens, you are no longer under as much threat, and then your opponent looks like he's moving in slow motion. He did. Like, he was oh, moving in that. slow motion, but that's because he was tired. <laughs> did you no. see the fight? I've only seen the clips. I got to do the full replay. I've been flat out with the clients that I picked up from the last trip into town. I really feel like a douchebag for not having been at the fight. You should. Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> but uh, I will make sure I'm that that doesn't it. happen again. It's on fighttv.com. Yeah, F I T E dot TV. I am entering it into the font of all wisdom as we speak. <laughs> they they changed it and they added the fights at the end and I think mine starts at three twenty six, like three minute three hours and twenty six minutes. So it's fighttv.com? Yeah, but it's F I T E F I T E T V. Yeah, if you just type fight TV into Google, it's the first thing that comes up. Cool. I can't wait to see it, man. Especially round two and three. Yeah. Yeah, the bearded wonders there. You'll see see my massive beard. Nice. One day, yeah, I hope I will grow up and have a, a beard that is at least on par with that thing. I'm trying to help you with the beard, man. You got to go to Dollar Beard Club. I think I'll have to pull the pin on that today. <laughs> it's not even that expensive. Yeah, I know. I saw their stuff. It's actually, when you compare it to the other products that are out there, I was like, uh, I like to support local business, and I usually go to Plan B Barbers here, and they're really awesome dudes. And they got a. a so guy obviously called not he- working for you though. Yeah, well, I have. They have a guy there called Heavy D who's got a beard that's like three times the size of yours, Tanner, and uh, he makes a beard product. And I really like the wax, but it's. I'm, I don't think it's doing anything for helping my beard to grow. How so. much does he want for it though? I think it's thirty some dollars, right? Yeah, so it's fuck a lot off. of money, right? Yeah, I'm sure it takes a lot of effort, and the guy should be rewarded for his work. Uh, Dollar Beard Club's making their money on volume, and I totally get it. $30 for beard wax is expensive. I've never tried to make it, so... And listen, people say that my amino acid supplement, they're like, what, $155 US? I'm like, it's 1,800 capsules. 1,800 capsules. You can supplement 100 grams of protein equivalent for an entire month on that money and if you did less it would last you two or three months it's you can't buy it at that price in any other place <laughs> not you can't buy anything at 1800 no. pills no no i had it cut i had them find a specific bottle for us that would fit our needs it was the only way to do it i didn't want to have it was it like bottles. this big it's no it's um it's uh 23 centimeters so it's nine inches by 13 centimeters is five because the capsules oh, are big. a single lot, right? Yeah. If I can, well, that's, I wasn't going to say that, but I, I, big capsules are not a problem for me, but for some people they are. Is that going to be the only product that you're going to make? No, I'm really selective of, about products that I make. I, I think it's too easy to get caught up in, um, in trying to make money. And, and don't get me wrong, I want to make money because it needs to be fair. It has to be win-win, right? Like It's like you guys selling a t-shirt <laughs> on your show. Uh, it has to be a win has to be a fair buy for both sides. And if you're, you're not going to do it for nothing because it takes your time. It takes time and energy to do all this stuff. So it's only fair that you get paid a fair value for your product. Yes. So back to the other products, I'll only promote things that I believe in. I absolutely will not. If I don't use it or, or, or I don't know that there's a need for it, I'm not just going to come up with the new HMB or, uh, you know, some version of glutamine just because, you know, somebody thinks they need to have 15 products to sell. 
and I yeah. won't be selling stuff that has garbage in it for excipients because I'm thinking of the long-term health of clients. If you want to use something that has a bunch of other stuff in it, you're an adult. You get to make that choice. But I'm not going to promote products like that. What about a testosterone booster? <sighs> um, to be honest, I think the test boosters, like things that people are using, like horny goat weed and um, oh, what's the more famous one, tribulus. That stuff's garbage, man. The science is crap. You're spending as much money in many cases as you would for a real PED. So either put your big boy panties on and get some PEDs in you, or 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 go to go to an anti-estrogen. Like the next level down would be like a letrozole or or something like that that would block the conversion of um, testosterone into estrogen, so that the ratio was better for you. And yeah. if you just couldn't stomach the concept of drugs of any kind because you're some kind of puritan. Then, um, yep. yeah, I and mean, that's all right. Then go to, then go to uh, different chemicals that are gonna, um, that are not gonna be, you know, because like, you're taking a chemical anyways, right? Like, uh, whether it's mahuang, which turns into ephedrine, or whether it's, uh, um, you know, horny goat weed or tribulus, it's a, it's bullshit that you're telling yourself, oh, I'm not taking a drug, I'm taking a supplement. It's natural. It comes in a plant form. Okay, listen. You're selling yourself a bunch of bullshit to say it, make it more palatable. Just look at it honestly. It's either prostitution or it's not. You're either pregnant or you're not pregnant. It's it doesn't make it better. It just means it has a bunch of other shit in it from nature. It may yeah. be healthy. It may not. Smoking anything is bad for you. I don't care if it's weed and you think it's magical. Combusting a substance into your lungs is unhealthy. Okay, so don't make excuses that it's natural, because aspirin comes from willow, white willow bark. It, it's just refined. It's like sugar is refined from a longer carbohydrate. I'm stopping, don't worry. It's come from a long chain sugar. <laughs> so people just, they conflate these things and then they, they, they're saying the stuff to make themselves feel better. But the, all that shit is a chemical from outside the body and it's an ergogenic aid of some kind. The only chemicals I like putting in my body are Doritos. Yeah, that's a lot of chemicals, though. You, you probably don't even know the full list. <laughs> no, I stopped eating those. I don't want to know the full list because they taste good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tammy, Tammy says you can eat other chips. Don't eat Doritos. They're bad for you. Are they the worst ones? That's what she says. Have, oh. you, ever tried, have you guys ever tried um, Boulder's coconut oil chips? No. Holy smokes, homie. Uh, they're awesome. They're just they're deep fried in coconut oil, so you're talking 96% saturated fat. Uh, awesome and lots of salt on them so they're they're awesome they're just amazing did you see those uh, pictures of my food that Lenita dropped off to help me out with getting off my food binge what no where is it so, I gotta see that so she made me some like homemade muffins or whatever right But and they're like super clean and then she made little she, she poured them into like little Santa Claus like chocolate things or whatever but they're <laughs> ice cream like little banana ice cream oh, with nice. uh with her muscle tech company that she uses for the protein. It's called Magnum Nutrisource. Magnum, but I don't know, whatever it is. And, um, yeah, so it's got all that stuff, so it's, like, supposed to be good for me. Well, that's cool, man. Instead of my four liters of ice cream a week. I'm not slamming those other... I don't mean to sound like I'm completely slamming those other companies. I just, like, what I mean is... It's like I put a post up not that long back. Sometimes you have to give people what they want Mm -hmm. to be able to give them what they need. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and th- those products that they're putting out, even with the excipients, are better than eating McDonald's. So, you know, it, it's I guess you have to have context to say whether or not it's good or bad. I would just like to have a simple protein product, which another option would be nice to have that has no heavy metals in it and is 
organic and, and has a good combination of um, like a full spectrum of actual kind of more food than just a, a, a protein replacement, which is what the Amino Pro is. Okay. That makes sense. Well, yeah, I think it, I think it's fantastic that it comes in such a big portion too for one hundred and fifty-five dollars. I don't want you to have to come back for more in one month. I'd be pissed at one hundred and fifty-five bucks. I want you to, if you fully replace your protein for a month, um, I want you to tell me what happens. If you try, if that's the only change you make, I want to know what happens. Well, I'm going to give it a shot and yeah. see what, and I'm going to do it like the full thing for a month and just see what happens. Yeah, if that's what's, the only what's thing it going to change. Hurt? Not gonna hurt anything, and um, you're gonna cut out I need all to your create protein? some kind of a contest for that. Hey, help me think of a contest. Maybe we'll roll it out to your reader or your uh, listenership. Uh, you know, if people, depending on what kind of stories come back, good or bad, um, best story should. And you got, maybe you guys could vote on it. So I'm out of it, right? And then maybe yeah. And then whoever wins, um, we can give them have a giveaway of some kind for them. Now you did a pre-sale for this. How did that go? So that's how we funded the the product creation so we basically did it I, I was kind of stupid I'm apparently new at business <laughs> and uh, what we did was I, I I was buying the stuff for 175 bucks and I thought man we really got to make this happen how are we gonna do this and so I thought of a story that I had heard about somebody that had got people to donate uh, or pre-buy and then use their money to buy the product to create the product so basically that's what we did however I didn't take into account the hundreds of hours of research and back and forth with the various encapsulators and um, everything that's involved with getting the NPN number from uh, Health Canada. All, I mean, dude, first, and then like my initial production was gonna be in the States because most of my clients are in the States. That guy fell out at the 11 and a half hour. Mm. I, I thought my wife and I probably have, I don't know, over 200 hours into the product and we bought the product the same price that all the people that pre-bought the product at which was a hundred dollars up front us invested they still have to pay for shipping we had yeah. zero markup on that in fact i'm on the was on the verge of losing money on that i had to put five thousand us of my own money in to close the deal so wow. yeah so i'm in the hole for it right now right so at at 155 dollars there is barely I don't even think there's a 50% markup, which in business is, is silly. You should have a four times markup or at least double. Yeah. We don't have that on the product. Unfortunately, with supplements and stuff like that, there isn't much markup on them at all. Mm. As you just hammer some pills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so along with uh, the supplements, you also have Empower, which uh, Luke and I are both involved with at this point so you just want to explain to the listeners what you do great question in in refining the demographic i think like in any business you you want to be very clear about who you who you want to speak to and who you want to work with i can speak to things like uh personal pain like injury pain that stopped me from performing as an athlete i can speak to weight loss issues that i've fought since before i was in the army and more importantly, I can speak to the love of athletics and my love of MMA and fighting in general. So as you guys all know, being fighters yourselves, there, there isn't a lot of money in the fight game. And, and what I do is highly specialized. So I want to give back because people gave back to me. And, and fighting is that it's a thing that gives people character. It gives them a, a 
uh, a set of guidelines to live their life by and helps them be better people, although there's douchebags and everything. But MMA and fighting and the martial arts are, are near and dear to my heart. Some of my closest friends are martial artists as well. And I'd like to be able to create reach. So people think, well, it's self-serving. And I, and I say it like this. If I don't have reach, if I don't grow, if I don't have clients that pay me for my time, I can't donate to the lower echelons of people that, that financially can't afford my services, right? So the, why is that important to me? When I was like five, I couldn't read because like, I have dyslexia. And one teacher caught that. And within two months of teaching me how to work around my dyslexia, I started reading a 32 set of Encyclopedia Britannica. Uh, I devoured that in just over a year. Later on, I lost my vision being as a young athlete, and it forced me out of competitive sports, team sports. You imagine socially what that does to a child, right? My, many years later, almost two decades later, somebody helped me see that it was just an eye issue and that in simple things, like I said, I think I told you this story before, but in 10 minutes, they changed my vertical jump by 30 centimeters in, with four drills. So once Jesus. my brain knew that I wasn't going to fall flat on my face, it let me use the power in my legs to jump. So think now, can I, if I have a bunch of pro athletes that are paying me fair value for, for my time, I can donate my time in high schools and junior high schools and elementary schools and in MMA gyms around the country and b build programs that will help them have better sensory information so that they can perform better and don't get injured, recover faster. I want people to enjoy the love of movement and not get injured. It's we know you're tough. Like how every you know, probably every MMA athlete or fighter, jujitsu guy you know, is walking around with some pain all the time. Wishes 100%. they were faster. Wishes they were faster. Can't figure out why they can't recover. Um, you know, it's multifactorial, right? Like it's not just eyes. It's not just balance. Um, it's not just nutrition. All that stuff plays into play. Comes into play. But imagine the analogy I start using with people is most. MMA or most athletes I know, they love fast cars. You like fast cars? Yeah. Wow, you two are weird. Um, <laughs> I like trucks. Well, think like this. So, so think powerful truck, say a 700 horsepower truck out front, uh, big four wheel drive, you want to go mudding with it. Um, I'm like, here, Tanner, here's your truck. Oh, by the way, I spray painted all the windshield blacks so you can't see out. <laughs> You're not going Great. anywhere. And then I scrape a little bit of the glass so that you can see out a sliver while you're crazy enough to probably take it for a spin, right? But you're not going to pin that thing because you're afraid of wrecking it and wrecking yourself. That's your brain. You're talking your to a guy that just ran into a concrete garbage can. <laughs> Maybe I chose the wrong guy to use the story on. Um, so the, the point of the matter is you can have 700 horsepower, but you can't tap it because your sensory information coming into your brain is reduced. And you think that you're operating at 100%, but it's just not true. And and if you get an injury, think of a rib injury. How many times does that happen in training? Whether it's on the mats or jujitsu, somebody crushes you, pulls a megaton on you, um, or you get kicked in the ribs in kickboxing, <laughs> and and you can't breathe properly. Well, you're taking 20,000 breaths a day, and you're you're practicing poor breathing movement right on the right side. That becomes your new normal after a few days. Yeah. So unless you practice improving the right side breathing you are now operating with less than 100% of your breathing which you probably never had 100% to begin with because you didn't practice breathing most people think well it's just breathing I just do it same with vision I just I see well I got 20-20 vision 
okay, 2020 in a high performance average since 2020, right? In a high performance yeah. sport. And you measured that standing still looking at something that was not moving. How is that MMA? It's true. Yeah. I'm excited to see because I already throw on a real, I have a high horsepower game already. I want to see how much harder it can get. Nice. I am looking forward to that too. I think having two athletes that uh, are motivated in their personal life, you know, outside of the gym and then motivated in the gym, uh, it's going to set a really nice kind of standard or, or, or shine a light on what can be done if you're motivated and you work smart as opposed to just being a brute and work hard. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot of intelligence to work hard. You know, you can, anybody can get in there like a Mexican and brawl. I'm not picking on Mexicans, but their brawling style, that's a short that's longevity in a, in a career, right? The Cubans, they try not to get hit. Um, mm -hmm. You know, like... Like that, Vas what's uh, Lomachenko, right? Like, whew, thanks for turning me on to him. Man, he's sick, eh? I, El Chacal was the first guy that I remember seeing. He's a 135er, I think. And seeing him move like that was pretty impressive. But Lomachenko is uh, uh, he's incredible to watch. You don't like Chocolacito? I'm not sure. I, maybe I'm bad with names, but I don't remember seeing him. He's good, too. You could look him up. You know who's fun to watch back in the day? It was Prince. <laughs> you see that guy now though he's big prince yeah the boxer oh i thought you were talking about the singer <laughs> no. we're talking about boxing right now okay prince who ah what's his name um <laughs> all i could think about was that uh eddie murphy's brother on snl or on uh, dave Chappelle's show <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's amazing that this guy just drops the name Prince. Nah. And the first, and like, how are you not supposed to think of Prince? Why can't I think of his <laughs> freaking name now? You're a fucking idiot. I'm looking it up. I was just watching a video of him the other night. Jesus. Cool, I've been punched in the head a lot. Yeah, you should no. post that on uh, some links with the podcast because people are going to be wondering what the hell we were talking about. 100%. Um, Luke's got a fight coming up February 18th, and I know that you're looking at coming to Calgary at some point too. So you got you want to give that date out and tell people what you're doing? Yeah, I wish I had a solid date for you. Um, I'm trying to organize. Let's see. Um, so I think it's Wayne Peters has got a, a bit of a facility. He'll let me do some work out of a little bit in, um, or has been discussing letting me work out of there. Shout out to him. But we need to. I need to get at least 10 people in the pipeline to make it uh, make sense to come out. But if I can do that, I got about two or three lined up, so I need about seven more. Okay. If I can pull that off, I'd love to be able to come in, hit Calgary, then go to Red Deer, see you guys work out a one-to-one -one for a bit because they, they usually have some clients and we're, we, our, that partnership with one-to-one -one has been great. Pat and um, Josh at one-to-one -one are just, and it's something that the team they have there is just so forward thinking outside yeah. the box. And yeah, I can't say enough about them. <laughs> Is it in the February time frame that you're looking for? I'll come I'll come whenever I have the clientele, but it would obviously be great if it lined up with the fight and I could schedule things differently this time so I don't miss the fight. Well, you're going to have to be here June 9th because both of like, your guys are fighting. I want to see that. That's They've Calgary, got right? title fights, and we're fighting beforehand to see who gets the main event. Oh, Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably break Luke's ribs again. Yeah, don't do that because I'd like to see you guys both make it to the to the fight. <laughs> I have never not fought when I said I would. Nice. Even this last one, the horrible weight cut almost died, and they still fought. Now that weight cut sounded absolutely sick. Yeah, we're changing things big time. Oh yeah, 
That was yeah, not fun to watch. Yeah, that's important, man. Your health is first, right? Yeah. So you're gonna well, operate at a lower weight most of the time, then, so the cut is shorter. Well, the the hard part with that last one was I got the nose broke and had a concussion. Put on that extra weight, came out and saw you. Put on another pound because all I ate was ice cream and drank orange yep, juice. For sure. Just kidding. <laughs> no, no. I said the same thing to Tanner. I said there was a bunch of chefs in the mix. My paradigm is so vastly different than no. everybody else's. I probably am part of the problem in terms of your, like, making it harder for you that sh- close to your fight. And, and I'm, I, even though I kept saying that, I probably didn't communicate that well enough to your other coaches. Oh, I knew that. It wasn't a big deal. I ate ice cream too. So, <laughs> fuck's sakes. <laughs> yeah, if you've never ever cut weight for a fight or been involved in it, yeah. then there's no way to know. Yeah, and it's you know you can know you can there's things that you, there's things you know there's things you know you don't know and then there's a whole shit ton of stuff that you don't know that you don't know. Well, now so you Pat, get to teach us oh, a bunch of shit that's new, and we'll teach you some new shit. Yeah, so it's called collaboration, man. If you want to go exactly. far, go together. So Pat ripped out all the floor of the gym, right? Because we're going to grind it down and stain it, like all the laminate throughout the whole gym, like where the mm-hmm. treadmills and, and stuff are. And when he was ripping it out, where I rode on the bike, and it was like making that huge mess the one day I was sweating. Oh, yeah. He pulled the floor up, so that was three weeks ago, and they pulled all the floor up this weekend, and he gets to that corner, and it's all the underlay and everything is all <laughs> wet and gross with my sweat. It leaked underneath. It got through it. What? Yeah, he's like, good thing we ripped it up because it was oh, all... That's all disgusting. <laughs> Just think of all the gyms around Canada that have, you know, that problem or worse for a decade. Yeah. That's Gross. disgusting. Yeah. It is disgusting. <laughs> what were you doing? Just riding the bike? Yeah, with a sweatsuit on. Why? That was the day of the the weight cut. Remember when oh. I went and I'd st- I started doing everything? Yeah, yeah. And then you yeah. stopped sweating for four hours? Yeah. And then I had to try to get yeah. you to sweat again? And then you yelled at me? Yeah. Made me cry in the tub. I did. Can't imagine that. Luke crying? No, I can it imagine happened. that. Oh, I, yeah. That I can imagine. I, I cried <laughs> in the lab. Did you? That sounds bad. Yeah. No, it's no. awesome. Why did you cry in the lab? Because I had some emotional stuff I was sharing. Yeah. I think that, that's one of the things that's, well, not to segue too much, but don't you think it's one of the things that that is, I see it as a hindrance in men's relationships i i see it as a hindrance that we have this like weird we're like hey bro good to see you give a hug if the guy's okay with a hug you give him a hug and it's like there's a clock ticking in your head like tick 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 to let go let go because otherwise it's gonna get awkward i'm like why why do we do that man well chicks chicks don't have a heart like i know you're not gay and i'm not gay i'm not threatened by if you were gay i don't give a crap if you're 100 pounds heavier than me it's not you're gonna force me to do something i don't want to do so what i'm showing you is affection and affection I care for you. Is, yeah. is there something wrong with that? No. no. You well, grab my wrong. ass, we got a problem. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but it's okay. But if we were playing, if we were playing basketball or football, it's okay for me to slap your ass. So, like, no. It ha- well, it happens all the time. <laughs> Nobody's taking offense to that. I'm slapping his ass next time I'm at the gym. Walking by, hundred <laughs> percent. Pow. All Man. I'm saying is, it's to me, it's it's fucked up how we kind of handicap ourselves in terms of affection there's nothing wrong with being affectionate for people you care about regardless of their sex That's, well people uh, do it all the time and, and and people skew when they want to do it right so me yeah. say oh you can't give a guy a hug but yet we hugged before i went in the cage yeah and after and after yeah yep. right i mean i don't have a problem with it and most most guys don't if they're you know actually got enough confidence and they're in tune yep. with where they're at well tell they're raised right like i got a six foot eight 
Um, buddy of mine from South Africa. He's Afrikaner. He's a tank. He's a combat medic instructor, special forces, been all over, been spent 10 years in the sandbox, like just as tough as nails, dude. I give him a hug and he's like, it's like a little chihuahua giving a, a great Dana hug, right? Like, <laughs> and he's just like kind of freezes. Really? <laughs> well, some people get... aren't good with it, I guess. I don't know. Some guys don't like to be touched. Yeah. Hey, what do you guys think of this thing with that? Uh, sorry to totally take you off track, but Cyborg, the whole thing with the 145 title, home, Cyborg. She had eight weeks. Yeah, she's, she should, should be on, her, she, she should be on weight. Yeah, whoever's managing her is really screwing up. Well, go talk to Tito Ortiz. <laughs> he still manages her? He's a dummy, man. Well, Cyborg, she had a real busy year. Like, she's fought a ton of times in 2016. Yeah. Along with, uh, like, two or three UFC fights, she defended her Invicta title twice. Yeah, she says her metabolism's messed up, and what, what she describes is exactly that. So, Well, the guy who was doing her diet was experimenting with, like, uh, birth control pills. Yeah, wrong wrong girl to experiment with birth control on. Well, what if you fuck it up, what do you think she's going to do? She's going to beat you up. Have you seen what she did to Tito in training? She's yeah, nasty. She slammed him on his head. Yeah, I wouldn't want to fight her, man. I would I would run, except she'd run me down and beat me up tired. The yeah. 145-pound title fight, though, was awesome. Yeah. Holly Holm versus Jermaine, that's a killer fight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, man. I don't know much about Jermaine. Is she decent? I heard she's a good stand-up fighter. Google her. She's yeah. a beast. Oh, yeah? What do you think is going to happen? Um... Jermaine kind of fights a lot like Cyborg, where she's aggressive, where Holly's very elusive. I think Holly probably takes that fight. Hmm. And I can't pick against Holly because she's a teammate. So. Yeah, Holly seems like she, we've never we haven't seen her realize her potential in MMA. I mean, she really came up came to fight when she fought uh, Ronda. Like that was that, that performance was just that's what I would. It was expect. an easy fight for her. Yeah, it was exactly what I would expect from her. Yeah. Her other fights have been kind of disappointing to watch. They go the distance. She she doesn't seem to engage aggressively like she can or as pinpoint sniperist as she did with Ronda. And uh, so there were, a lot of the rest of her fights for me have been disappointing to watch. She's a very potential. good counterpuncher. Yeah. And that's what she tries to do. And then she tries to set up a head kick after she blitzes you with these punches. Yeah. So it's and a counter strike girls, and follow up, right? Yeah. Most girls aren't going to blitz her. They're not stupid. <laughs> fight IQ. Can you believe she's up in the Ronda's up in the hills with uh, Edmund Taverdi and the worst coach in MMA? Like, <sighs> it's crazy. He wrecked her. Her punches are terrible. Yeah, those yeah. are bad. Every fighter he touches has gone down. Travis Brown wrecked him. Did you see that video when he fought um, Shab though? Yeah. And then he's like swearing at him, yelling at him. That guy's a moron. Travis Brown? Yeah. Well, that too, but but the coach. <laughs> yeah, Tiverdi, and I can't believe he tried to take a swing at Kane. <laughs> well, he went after uh, Fabrizio Verdum. Yeah. yeah. Or sorry, not Kane, Fabrizio. That's what yeah. I mean. <laughs> Verdum kicked him though, which was awesome. Yeah, that was brilliant, man. I'm I'm gonna actually try to get Edmund Tiverdi on the podcast. <sighs> oh, dude, I that would do ratings. That would do oh, ratings. Because I'm not do... gonna be nice to him. No, but that would be if you could get him to stay on. And and the back and forth, dude. Yeah. That would be that's promotional gold right there. Well, he's super aggressive. So my first yeah. question would be, why are you the shittiest coach in UFC history? Well, what is it with this? I don't understand all of that whole Armenian camp. Like, 
I've met some awesome Armenians in my travels, like in Syria and other places, Turkey, places like that. But um, these Armenians that came to the States that are in the MMA game, they're like schoolyard bullies. They're like four-year-olds or yeah. grade four kids that are like, what? You said something to my friend? I'm going to have to kill you. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, they're, they're stuck in high school or junior high or something. Like, they, their sense of honor or in being insultive is, is just childlike. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. Every Everybody comes from a different culture, and Armenians are super macho. Not much you can do about it. No. Well, you can come from, from Luke Spicer's background, too. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> a pussy that kicks like a mule. Yeah. Yeah. Good kicks, no hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's my last two opponents how my hands are. <laughs> nice. No finish. Whatever. Everybody can be tough in the gym. Just wait till I choke you unconscious. I can't that wait to Brazilian see you actually tournament. fight in June. All this shit talk you've been doing for years, it'll be fun to see you fight again. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to that. Well, I'm fighting a heavyweight that's coming down to my weight class. If he takes wow. the fight. Yeah, he's scared to fight me. He's a heavyweight. He's coming down. So he's got to come down, what's that, uh, 25 pounds at least. He's not a legit heavyweight. No. He's so a 205er. So he's a light heavy. Yeah. He's got to come down 20 pounds. Yeah. So me. Good luck. Big deal. Yeah. Good luck. And he's a ginger too. He's a what? He's a ginger. Oh, okay. So he's got a temper. <laughs> well, Grayson that lives out in Kelowna... The guy that I was going to meet when I came down to see you? Yeah. He he fought on the card. He was the main event, and he beat the guy that Tanner's supposed to fight. Oh, cool. He won the Havoc title. He won the which? The Havoc title. Oh, the Havoc title. Nice. Yeah. Heavyweight title. The heavyweight yeah. title. So he just, uh, he's in Kelowna. He just did the puck drop at the Kelowna Rockets game. Did he? Yeah. Good for him. That's awesome. I, I you know, I don't know much about the community here. I uh, obviously I, I I think I met David Lee once over at uh, a mutual friend's house and um, spoke with him a bit. Seems like a really smart guy. Um, I know a few of the fighters at Toshido, but I've never trained there. But uh, maybe one of these days I will. Yeah, you could probably skulk down there and get in. That no, seemed like a good group of guys for sure. I I gotta probably just make the time and go down there. Yeah. Well, we'll get you out of here, Kevin. Why don't you tell the people where they can find you? Website, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? Yeah, so Twitter, uh, Empower Health. Plenty of fish. Um, Grinder. Instagram, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grinder. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Instagram, it's Empower Athletes. Facebook, it's Empower Health. Uh, the website's uh, empower.ca. It's obviously a work in progress, everything. Uh, I'm not the greatest guy at marketing, but I'm working on it. How are you doing okay? Thanks, brother. I've had some good people to emulate. There you go. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in to the Spice of Life podcast. We'll catch you next week. Thanks, right, Jason, amigos. for coming on. We'll talk soon. Can't wait, brother. Peace. Be good. Bye. Cheers. You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something. Your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. Because believing that the dots will connect down the road will give you the confidence to follow your heart even when it leads you off the well-worn path. And that will make all the difference.
Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. You've got to find what you love. Your work is going to fill a large part of your life, and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking and don't settle. Have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. But you're going to have some ups and you're going to have some downs. Most people give up on themselves easily. You know the human spirit is powerful? There's nothing as powerful. It's hard to kill the human spirit. Anybody can feel good when they have their health, their bills are paid, they have happy relationships. Anybody can be positive then. Anybody can have a larger vision then. Anybody can have faith under those kinds of circumstances. challenge of growth mentally emotionally and spiritually comes when you get knocked down it takes courage to act part of being hungry when you've been defeated it takes courage to start over again fear kills dreams. Fear kills hope. Fear put people in the hospital. Fear can age you, can hold you back from doing something that you know within yourself that you're capable of doing, but it will paralyze you. At the end of your feelings is nothing. But at the end of every principle is a promise. Behind your little feelings, it might not be absolutely nothing at the end of your little feelings. But behind every principle is a promise. And some of you in your life, the reason why you're not at your goal right now, because you just all about your feelings. You, you all on your feelings. You don't feel like waking up. So who does? Every day you say no to your dreams, you might be pushing your dreams back a whole six months, a whole year. That one single day, that one day you didn't get up could have pushed your stuff back I don't know how long. Don't allow your emotions to control you. We are emotional, but you want to begin to discipline your emotion. If you don't discipline and contain your emotions, they will use you. And you're going to go all out to have it. It's not going to be easy when you want to change. It's not easy. If it were in fact easy, everybody would do it. But if you're serious, you'll go all out. I'm in control here. I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm not going to let this destroy me. I'm coming back. And I'll be stronger and better because of it. You have got to make a declaration that this is what you stand for. You're standing up for your dreams. You're standing up for peace of mind. You're standing up for health. Take full responsibility for your life. Accept where you are and the responsibility that you're going to take yourself where you want to go.
You can decide that I'm going to live each day as if it were my last. Live your life with passion. With some drive. Decide that you're going to push yourself. The last chapter to your life has not been written yet. And it doesn't matter about what happened yesterday. It doesn't matter about what happens to you. What matters is, what are you going to do about it? This year I will make this goal become a reality. I won't talk about it anymore. I can. I can. I can. Persevere, I think, is important for everybody. Don't give up. Don't give in. There's always an answer to everything.